Hey, how you going? Good. Oh, I've just got a few thoughts on uh, the minimum wage, and I, I don't know, just a couple of points that I think people should at least come bring to the conversation at least. Um, I think it's ridiculous, um, this living wage being introduced, or at least across the board, just because I've got, I disagree with the whole concept of minimum wage in itself, purely because it prices out the lower, less skilled workers out of the economy, essentially, because all of a sudden it determines the price at which an employer must pay to take on the services of said employee. And if they are forced to pay, just for argument's sake, we'll say $21 an hour, they expect at least that much productivity out of that out of that employee. Mm. employee sorry. Mm. Um, so for someone entering the workforce who has minimal skills and cannot produce that amount of productivity, they're essentially unemployable because the, the employer is now going to have to set the standard of which they can take on employers, employees um, at you know that rate. So the people there with no skills are essentially they're unemployable because if the employer has the option of taking on Steve who's just left school and he has next to no experience, or then there's you know Jonathan who's been working for a couple of years. Yeah, he's, he's going to take on Jonathan. You know why wouldn't he? Yeah. Paying him the same rate. Yeah, but so, there's there's the other side of that argument is that if you actually set a minimum wage, it's a bit like when you say that 100 kilometres an hour is the speed limit, but people decide it's actually a speed target. And it may be, it may be that uh, that by setting a minimum wage, you actually set um, the lowest wage that someone can pay, which is actually less than the job's productivity is worth. Yeah, for sure. Um Oh, no, I've lost it. <laughs> That's right, buddy. That's all right. Um, no, all good. No, all I, under- I understand what you're saying. But the question is also, is then, you know, at what price a human and, you know, and what level of productivity can you get out of a human, even one that doesn't have any qualifications, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, uh, what's the automation and whatnot that's coming, and that people seem to be talking about a lot recently? Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't help but feel like employee, employers are going to be taking every opportunity to eliminate Workers, if they're all of a sudden expected to pay them, you know, 21 bucks an hour. And, you know, the people entering school and yeah. or leaving school to enter the workforce, then, you know, they don't stand a chance. I haven't been to Kmart for a long time, but do they have self-service checkouts? Yeah, yeah, they do. Absolutely. Okay, well, there they don't actually need staff. And they have yeah. no, they've actually got rid of staff on that as well. So hey, that, That's the whole thing. Eh? They're getting rid of all this staff and they're paying the ones they're keeping minimum wage to save yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Nah. Good well, I'll, I'll leave you today. Okay, Cheers. Dave. Yes, good afternoon. The whole financial system's a joke, really. What, uh, the minimum wage is what, going to be $25 an hour? No, 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 twenty-one fifteen. Oh, okay. No, sorry, sorry. Well, what, 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 what? No, you said the minimum wage is going oh, to be. Sorry, not the minimum wage. The living wage is. The what? living wage is twenty-one dollars and fifteen cents. Okay. When I started work in nineteen sixty-five, I got the equivalent of twenty-five dollars a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what happens is that the government creates money. Virtually, they print money. And so there's more money in circulation, so your money is worth less and less all the time. Now, the problem with this is that people cannot save. If I saved, you know, you know imagine how much I could save on $25 a week back then. It would be, it'd be worthless now, about a 40th. Mm, mm. 
It's not because the government is pay, is printing money because they're not printing money. They only print money when they get to sort of you know your OCR gets to zero percent and then they are printing the the money. They do well. They they print money. Yeah, they well, create they hmm. create money. Yeah. Okay, and therefore it's worth less because there's more money competing for the same amount of goods and services. The money's worth less. When I was anyway, okay. a, a, a child, a ten, a ten cent piece, a shilling, was made of silver. Now they're just rubbish. They're, they're just stamped out of steel. Well, and, it's just a token paper. anyway. What a waste of money it was making it out of silver. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that wages and prices will continue to chase each other mm-hmm. while the value of your money in your pocket continues to decrease. Yeah, exactly. Now, well, well, the, the truth in all of that, mate, the truth in all of that is that everything is relative. Yeah, but okay, but it's but it's decreasing all the time, so it's chasing and chasing and chasing, which means your savings mm-hmm. are worth nothing by the time you get to retire. Your savings are worth nothing. And I would have thought that a, a left-leaning government who was interested in the workers and the poorer people would make sure the economy was stable so that people could actually save. Am I making sense? Yeah, you are. Uh, and that has been okay. the, that has been a question that the economists have asked of governments and of our economy uh, since the year dot, and particularly yeah. since the eighties. And the government and the government creates money to give the illusion of economic growth, but of course that raises prices and mm. you know so forth and so on. Now, just one thing before I go: the value of the British pound was stable for nearly 100 years mm. between 1817 and 1914 because the money was based on the gold st- on the, the value gold of gold. Standard. Yeah, yeah, I know. You see? I know. Now they just print money, they give you effectively what a washes for coins <laughs> and they just print money. And everybody knows it. All right. But nobody will do anything about it. Yeah. Good on you, Dean. Thank you so much for your call. Good day, Nick. Yes, and good afternoon, Andrew. I'm ringing you from the hut, and the local uh, local council here, the Lower Hutt City Council, have opted for the uh, living wage. Have they? Yep. Now, yeah. the, the, the biggest problem, and, and I worked it out a couple of years ago when they were discussing all this, is the main beneficiary of the living wage, or the extra, is the government. Now, I'll explain it to you. If, if the worker, as a result of going from the, from the uh, minimum wage to the living wage, gets an extra hundred, let's make it simple, a hundred dollars a week extra, the first bite of the cherry at seventeen dollars is tax and that's the government. Yes. The next bite at the cherry of the $100, if he's living in a state house, because the rentals are based on 25% of the income, will be $25 will go out of the income to housing New Zealand. Mm. Yep. The third bite of the cherry is, because they're their lower, lower work, socio-economic or lower work payers, they will get the working for a family's uh, 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 benefits. Yep. And because they're earning an extra $100, the next bite of the cherry will be the government again because it will reduce the payment to the, to the beneficiary. Yep. So out of $100 extra that I will be paying and your parents and the people of Lower Hutt or any other rate-paying outfit that's decided on this, out of the $100 that they're going to give the worker, the government is going to get $50 of it. Or in other words, over a period of a year, just simply on the $100, right? Over a period of a year, out of $5,200, the government's going to get $2,600. Yep. I mean, that. who the hell in their right minds, Andrew, would want to pay the government another $2,500 a year? 
Well, you've got to realise that because of all the things that have happened under a national and a Labour government, and it's basically, though, it came down to the working from families, we've got such an artificially created economy where so many people are dependent on the hands out of government or subsidisation through working for family or the accommodation supplement um, yes. that uh, I know people who actually turn down pay rises because it takes them into different pay brackets or um, benefit brackets and they end up with less money. Yeah, but I'm I'm a superannuitant, yeah, and and based on the forty hours a week, I get seven dollars an hour. <laughs> Nobody has said to me or your parents or anybody else, "Good grief, you should, you really should be getting twenty one dollars an hour." Yeah, yeah. No, no. You make some very good points, and you've done some very good maths, and you're absolutely right.